in a way, I, I kind of think it, it sounds sexy. Actually, it does. Mm. Okay, all right. I'll take well, care of you. That's what a man is supposed to do. Hear all the fuckery. Well, the fuckery is fun. It's like it's like Jesus and Mero when they do their, um, you know, their their warm ups. It was not as entertaining. As I'm hearing the echo in my. <sighs> Zoom. Get together. Yeah, seriously, because all he wants to do is zoom, 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 zoom on our podcast. Boom, boom. I guess it's a... I'm sorry, but I lost an arm. Huh? Oh, it's back. Oh, I lost an arm. Oh, yeah. Oh! Speaking of hearing echoes in your head, it's a good time to talk about um, this is really going to test my patience today. Um... Thinking about talking to yourself and how often we do it and how often we're doing it and don't realize we're doing it because that's pretty much a lot of what we do. Think about how you talk to yourself and how, how that actually filters everything. If y'all don't understand right now, Siri. <laughs> no, no, go away. <laughs> what's, what's going on over there? She says she's not sure she's gonna. I'm gonna tell you what. Bye. Okay. <clears throat> what was I saying? I feel like I can't. <laughs> Say anything with an S in it. <laughs> Bruh. It did it again? I can't hear the response, so. Uh, for real? Yeah. Man, so turn whatever it off. series, whatever series talking out, out here. You don't hear me either. Do you? I mean, I hear you. Ah, well, good. You know, this is the quality stuff that people want to hear. Let's see, listen for, okay. I'm gonna turn that bad boy off right now. Okay. Now, see, think about it. It's metaphorical right there. And now I can say it. Well, maybe I can't because my phone will probably answer. But that's always listening for you to say its name. Anyway. Well, you think of those keywords and you you recognize that obviously there are other algorithms out there that recognize other keywords. And so who knows what's going on? Every time we say a certain thing around a device, most likely there is something that is picking that up that in return will make a suggestion. We'll try to sell something. We'll try to move a human being in, in the direction. We're all puppets. We're all puppets. We know that shit. So puppets. Consumer puppets. in that case, we're 
sometimes we're often puppets to ourselves. Oh, fuck yeah. Because if you are talking to yourself most of the time, you're probably filtering whatever's going on around you, um, people that are around you, things they're saying are getting filtered, things you're seeing, things you're smelling, touching, anything can get filtered by whatever kind of conversation you're having with yourself. Because then it has to be verbal. You know? So think yeah. about that. How often, especially, I know for myself, I've noticed in the past few weeks, my attention levels are horrible. Well, let me not say they're horrible. They're much different than they used to be. Like, I can watch, you know, a movie all the way through. No problem. Now, I'll watch a video on YouTube on my TV and realize in the middle of it that I'm checking my phone. Hmm. It's very strange. Well, it's obviously maybe we should have an intervention right now. I mean... We can. I really do need a digital something. Okay. <laughs> I know. I, I really do. Because uh, I noticed from the time I get up, you know, I'm listening to a podcast, I'm eating breakfast, um, you know, it's just listening to stuff until I start working. And then I usually have a movie on in the background while I'm doing the best. I've always done that. But then it's like straight to another podcast or listening to some music while I'm having lunch. And then it's just, it's constant input all day. You sound like Johnny Five. Yeah. Exactly. When you were that was. It was life changing. I mean, really? for me as a kid, Short Circuit was a really good movie. It was like Forrest Gump or um, Robots. By the way, I just. Hey. Have you ever seen like a little tiny microscopic spider? Just kind of go yeah. down from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. One's just hanging out in between me and the computer here. I might end up eating it during this recording. Um. So, uh, listening to a video. Notice I said listening to a video. Um, was talking about. They said, if, if you're constantly thinking, you have nothing to think about but thoughts. So now you're thinking about thinking. Now you're in that feedback loop. 
like when you point a camera, everybody's done this, pointing a camera at a TV that's showing what's, or like, you know what I mean? An active camera mm-hmm. pointing it to a screen. Right. And it just repeats. It's a feedback loop. Same thing with the microphone. Literal feedback. I honestly so, believe that, um, that our bodies are nothing more than avatars and we're just having a particular human experience. So consciousness goes beyond that. It makes more sense because of how we, how we talk to ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right, it's almost like we're coaching through our bodies. It's 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 yo life is mad funny like that because think about it. When you ever when you ask yourself like what are you doing? You're stepping outside yourself as the observer. Yeah. yeah. And then talking to the one who just had an experience. That's, yep. that's the weirdest shit for humans to do. We I'm do not sure time. if other animals do that shit. I mean, what the fuck were you they doing? They don't do that. Like, what are you, what are you doing? They ain't doing that. That's, I did that just recently because I was so, like, my, like I said, my attention span is so different than it used to be. I, like, did something. I'm like, wait, why did, why did I just do that? It's like, it's very interesting. The question is... I think we're all kind of operating on this lower frequency autopilot, which could say a lot for the distraction of, you know, just, we have a lot of distractions. You know, this brings up something important, and we talked about it before, about being in the zone. Like mm-hmm. zone thinking, zone thinking is is an oxymoron in itself because zone means that you don't even have to think, you just you just do. Right. Somebody said something um, recently today. This like oh the whole oh the, it was the video that you sent me about human doing other than human being. Oh, yes. And I thought that was really dope because, like, we are human doings. We say, like, what are you doing? You got to do something. You got to wake up. You got to make sure that you do something. No, you don't. Like, none of this shit is, none of this shit is important at all. And the, the, the importance that we bring to a lot of this stuff is, is just so fucking unnecessary. Right. Because you're going to die. Everybody's going to die. And if you know that your life is finite, then you should, instead of living in suffering, live in a, in, a, in a mental or emotional idea that I can, I have opportunity to create whatever I want. I, if you look at every day and see it as just, I'm wiping the slate clean, every day, every day that I'm conscious of my own, my awareness of being awake, then I can create something else other than what was the repeat of yesterday. I, I, I admire those who do something different every single day. Mm-hmm. Within a 24 hour period, 
ask yourself, am I going to do something that's the same so I could just coast alone or am I going to do something different? Right. So that now I can find another path. And then um, to the, to the video that you sent me, which like, I already know the concept and I, I loved that whole thing about being like water because water adapts to everything. Yeah, water. Yeah, it's it's in it's every single liquid has at least some element of water in it, or around it, or about it. Like with the humidity in the air, with the dew point, with the moisture, and all that stuff, water is always present, and water can adapt to anything. Water, you you might find water in uh, in more things than none especially if it's if it's liquid form but what i what i respect about water is just how it it flows it's not rigid it is yin and yang in its essence but it doesn't yeah, does it resist right it just it's like all right if you, it doesn't even see resistance it just sees all right this is this is what it is and then I'll either move over it, around it, under it, or I'll I'll shape it so that I can make it my own. And then that reference to Shawshank Redemption about just, and, which is dope. Be patient. Like if you, if, you, if you truly want shit to happen, just be patient and keep on keep on moving towards it. Other than feeling like you have to have it immediately. Just move towards that shit, yo. Like, especially going back to it, understanding how, how, like, how short life is in retrospect, but in how long life can be, depending right. <laughs> on what you put into it. Like, right. if if you don't have anything going for you, then life is dull. Life is long. Life is. Life is hard. Life is a struggle. But if you have, if if you have like the opportunity to just see yourself finally and accept that I am forever changing, and so as I'm forever changing, I will adapt to anything that is not familiar to me. Well, that's power right, right there. That's extreme power. Yeah, and think about resisting. It. If you think wealth is important to you, the key to wealth is understanding that in order to truly be wealthy, mm. think about it, money is an idea. It's concept. And so it's, it's just a concept. And so the only way to adapt is to find a way to, if you're a billionaire, how do you become a billionaire? Find a way to, to surpass or at least adapt to a billion people, a billion individuals, or you can you yeah, can find no, a way yeah. to cluster that shit because that's what ends up happening anyway. It becomes a cluster. It's groupthink, condense them, and then cater to that condensation. <laughs> See how we go back to condensation. Um, well, I, I think I think in a similar way. If you want to take the philosophy of 
being like water is to, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk about monetary wealth. You can, but, um, that's easy though. But it, that's what I'm saying is being malleable and knowing where to fit in and how to work and adapt within systems that get you to that point. Mm-hmm. And most people aren't. And they, that's, that's why when, you know, people say they want something, they don't want to put in the work to get it. They just think it should come to them. It's like, well, it, it doesn't just come to anyone. Like you have to, and it, and if it does, there's probably someone down the line connected to them that got it. Right. So they kind of vicariously got it through them, but then they didn't really get it, did they? Because it was just given to them. Right. They didn't get it. You know, it's, it's a lot different when you didn't earn something and it was just handed to you. Um, I think it's, it's important that, that people, like, I have a client who is wealthy and, um, like, he's critical of people that gamble and, and like, play the lottery and all that because, and it makes sense because if you get the end result without understanding the the stuff the like the stuff in between, then you'll never be able to keep that. Right. Well, that's why like so if many you happen people, to be go ahead. That's why so many people that win the lotto go broke. Yeah. Because they it's 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 not whether you have the money, it's do you know how to manage it? Like, you know, I've never you know, I've not been that wealthy. I mean, I don't know. Say, say even if you had a million dollars. It's relative, yeah. People, well, it's relative, but people think you have a million dollars. The, the thing is to not think that way. I would think whatever kind of money, if somebody hands you a million dollars, first of all, there's taxes, you got to deal with that. But anyway, say somebody gave you a million dollars tax-free. Mm-hmm. Your brain should go... I only have half a million dollars mm-hmm. because first of all, you didn't have shit before. I know you got maybe way more money than you ever seen at one time, maybe in your lifetime, you just don't realize it. And then you can deal with it better and smart. And I don't know if people, and this goes for anything, by the way, whether it's money or a job or any, anything, Go to somebody that has either what you would like or what mm. you're getting. So I guarantee if, if I won a lotto, I don't play lotto, um, but if I did and I won um, $20 million, first thing I would do is talk to a friend of mine that has money yep. and go, what should I do with this? Tell me what I should do. You've managed way more money than this help me. How do I live? Mm-hmm. So, because then you, by the way, well, once again, there's no rules. Because you're saying, you know, you, I mean, you could live it up. <laughs> I went away, I ran this money again. Just ball out for a year. Just burn out fast. 
Yeah, or, and that's exactly what we have. Or, I mean, even when I was a kid, one of my friend's dads told us, and he, their family wasn't wealthy, but he had such a good mindset. He said, if you ever want a million dollars, put $100,000 in 10 banks and live off the interest. Smart. I was like, that's so smart. Anyway, now we're going to turn into one of those get rich quick podcasts. Do you want to learn a secret about how I bought this Ferrari, this mansion, and I bang hot chicks every night? This desire, this desire. So I, I started, um, I started this audio book, Taipan. Taipan? And it's Taipan. Oh, Taipan. And it's, it's, it's nonfiction fiction about um, the opium wars um, with, between Britain and China in the 1800s. And, um, and this guy, uh, Dirk Struan, his rise to power, to like, like political power as well as, just, it's just like some, uh, some real like business shit, some real entrepreneurial shit. Um, but, uh, one of my clients recommended it and, uh, it's a, I've only started the first chapter because I'm not used to reading fiction stuff, but it's, it's very fascinating when I talk to my client about the storyline and, and how back in the 18th, 1800s, I think it's like 1830s or maybe something like that. And how the same principles are used today and how you can compare them to even the things that have been going on, say in the eighties with the crack era. And like you have powers that look at certain drugs as like, although their desires, they're like, the bottom end of desires. So feeding people that nobody wants to do that. Nobody wants to get people addicted, but yet it's frowned upon, but they know that it makes so much money because you can use it to feed off of like the impoverished, like poor people and how it's almost like, like in the game of, of, of monopolizing off of people's uh, ignorance as well as their desires, that's the easy mm-hmm. route. It's the easiest way to make money is to give people what they want and and to give them a substance of what they want. It's much easier because it's easier to get them addicted. I mean, sugar in itself is is still one of the the easiest drugs that are out there right and so yeah. we put sugar in everything sugar is way more addictive way highly more addictive than cocaine um even crack i mean shit. everybody has a craving has a sweet tooth every now and then 
but more than every now and then. Not everybody's like, damn, I wish I had some fucking crack right now. How cool so, for that baby, Ruth. Exactly. When you get to that point where you put desire on top of desire, like I'll match your desire with this desire because I want that desire. And to, to actually have that chain of events continue, that shit is genius. But they were doing that shit back in the 1800s before there was like really good communication. And that's one thing that I respect about those stories is that it didn't matter. Humans, humans are so like, I don't wanna say so weak, but once you get something, I guess the idea is that life is hard. Anything that I can do to make it less hard or make it seem like it's less hard, any, any right. way I can distract myself from the suffering of life, give it to me. That's right. really what desire is. Like di wearing different clothes, cutting your face and hair and trying to look cute for another desire. Another to get some right. more desire. That's all it is, but we don't need that. No. I mean, even, even the idea of procreating and reproduction and everything like that dude mm -hmm. you're gonna die you know are, are you sure that you're gonna understand that your offspring is going to live up to everything that you wanted them to be not really or salmon more. don't even do, do salmon think that when they go fucking swim upstream in their struggle and then they they go fucking lay eggs bust nuts and then all of a sudden i'm good dead what a way are, to go what really is life other than con like providing for those that live with the hope that, and this is where the ego comes in, with the hope that your contribution to life will be forever, will be infinity. That's really yeah, what it absolutely. is. And that's your own ego. Why, why the fuck should you give a fuck? Especially if, if you realize, yo, I didn't ask to be born. Yeah. I didn't ask to be born. I didn't. I did not ask well, to be born. Or maybe I did. For all we know, I'm sorry. I, I got to finish this rant. For all we know, when we go on this, this idea that we could be avatars and we're just living through this experience, for all we know is that if I can contribute, and then that means that I own the whole game. And that's really what colonialism, imperialism, like all that shit is about that. I want to own, I want, for me to rule the, if I rule the world. You create all your sons. If I, but that, that doesn't even make any sense because then you're not ruling if you're free. Oh yeah. Damn. So, so what are we really asking for? Other than to just be, I think that's so important. It's just, just be, I want to experience you. I want to experience you. And it doesn't have to be sexually because it sounded like that. Unless they want to. Yeah, yeah. What? But then half of my body gone. Because only that part matters. Huh? Yeah, that um, a lot of times 
that is really the ultimate survival is to have kids so your gene pool is continued and then like i said hopefully they're an improvement on you you know um and not just another carbon copy i guess would be the yeah really heavy really quick tonight but like what's the contribution like what are you really giving because most yeah, people no. just just like carelessly i mean i think because humans think that everything has to have a purpose mm-hmm. that's what i think that the consciousness in that might be our own suffering but, yeah, do trees I, think that well of course not they're just there how do you know? See, that's that's human ego to believe that. Do I think the trees are suffering? Or how I think they're having a good time, especially but in the even spring. That, even that is is ego to believe that they're having a good time. I don't think maybe they're having. They just, maybe they're just they, having a time. Exactly. They're spewing out yellow semen all over us, you know and dying out in the fall and leaves and getting all saggy and soggy. And Lord knows when you get it in your nose mm. how uncomfortable that is. Yeah. You got it in my nose and then sometimes you get it in your eye and so you need to wash it out and it's just yeah. soaking through and then sometimes you get it in the back of your throat. It'll coat your car. Yep. It's all over. Yep. Um, start spitting it out, but it doesn't matter if you spit it out. You're still gonna swallow some of it. Always. That it's that's definitely a long-standing thought, though, is why you know even animals like they don't you don't see them meddling over shit. It's like when we or maybe we're not looking close enough. Look how spontaneous animals are, dude. Come on. What do you mean we're not looking hard enough? But are we studying animal spontaneity? Maybe we're only seeing with a blind eye because we're not truly seeing. Maybe they're doing the same thing. Maybe even trees are doing the same exact thing that we're doing in their communication. Okay. So they had like TMZ and political debates and stuff? Could be. I think we're so focused on us as as human individuals being so, like, we're so important in this world. That's why they are doing it, because they're not trying. They don't have to try. They've already figured that out. We haven't figured that out. Right. Exactly, so... We haven't figured out how to be... How to truly just be? Well, yeah, we we we're always chasing things and goals, and you know, does give you you definitely give it that definition. But this circles back to what I was talking about in the beginning, and I, I came across another video. I can't remember who it was, but they said. You know, the world is 
basically taking on any perspective that you apply to it, which is interesting. You can take two people in similar similar situa- situations. Is that echo tripping me out? Um, and there, there can be two very different outlooks and outcomes just simply by what people tend to see in the world. What do they see in it? Do they see uh, great things and opportunity? And now here's what's interesting about this. Do they see opportunity and positivity and this other person sees negativity and a dead end road or whatever, but they're in the same exact world. So it tells you that a lot of it is right. The setting doesn't, there's, there's always good and bad shit. Always. That's what's so funny. Even with the world now, like I'm, I am a little weirded out by so many people that don't like America mm-hmm. or the U.S. Whatever. Like, I'm, I'm not the most patriotic motherfucker, but yes, countries do have weird histories. They have bad shit. They do have good shit too, you know, and we have not had any con- control over that personally. So we were handed that. So for people that, you know, I'm not going to get on a patriotic rant, because here's the interesting thing about me is I think that, you know, our country just as an example, is is a good ideal. It was founded with good intentions. There are obviously bad things in it. Um, and there always have been. You find that everywhere once again. But once again, it's how you look at it. If you look at those negative things, you'll feel it in a negative way. You look at the positive side, you'll look at it in that way. But it's still neutral. It's still very neutral. So all of these things are always going to exist, no matter what system is in place. Because there's as many ways to go about things as there are people. It's really hard to find a a consensus. But it is, I don't know, it's really weird because even growing up, I knew that there were some inconsistent, every time I'm hearing my voice throws me off. <laughs> um, there are some inconsistencies, inconsistencies, so I messed up, shut <laughs> and hypocrisies, and that's just inevitable. So even when I was a kid, I wasn't that patriotic. Like 
I would never take my hat off for the national anthem. But I still don't. And it's not to be disrespe- uh, disrespectful. It's because... You okay, then? It's because you have that right to do so. Anyway. It's just one of my thoughts on angles on things. You can definitely have different angles on all kinds of things, but you can you can really learn a lot about yourself if you think about what you tend to focus on in a situation. Mm-hmm. You look at the problem or the perceived problem, or do you look at it as an opportunity to resolve something or to find a different way? Yeah. And that's my TED talk. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Give it up for Simon Illa. Yeah, that's right. Now you can buy my mic, buy my course. <laughs> ha! Like you can now buy my inter course. Starts off as, as, as my start off as my rough course, and then you can then graduate to my intercourse. Yes, my outer course. What is outer course? That's interesting. That's that is interesting. What is an outer course? It's like making love to your thoughts. Like, girl, I just want to have outer course. That's where you just barely, you know, you don't really touch, but you're like a centimeter away. You're just like, ooh. Have a course. I'm gonna almost stick it in real slowly. Oh, oh, oh wow. Whoa, whoa. whoa. I see. Uh, it always takes a turn, so doesn't it? So you do. Anyway, what did we not talk about today? Politics, thoughts. COVID. Wealth. Trump. Look, all right. I'm. I'm just gonna. I, I gotta. I have to. I have to go. What you gotta do? So where are we? We get on time. This morning. This morning, I got the word that that the president. Yeah, got 21 minutes. 21. 21. 21. I, I got the word oh my that. god! I was his new album today. <laughs> Sorry. There you go. It was there you go. He said 21 and he said pussy about 30,000 times. 21, pussy. Pussy, 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 21. Just I get that money, I guess, right? I, I listen to for society. Whose album did I, I listen to Bryson Tiller's new album? Yeah. yeah, I need to listen to that. What were you about to say? You said you learned this morning that. I feel like that was more important than even the, the whole Trump having COVID shit. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Because look, nowadays I'm so skeptical of any news that I hear that Me too. I'm just I'm just like I I think I I don't accept, I think. And I think not necessarily with the acceptance of my thoughts, 
but to say, what if? And so what I thought this morning was, all right, you get the headline that Trump and Melania have, have Corona. And then those who can't stand Trump, what's your initial reaction? Ah, those who love Trump, what's your initial reaction? Oh my God. Or it's like, really? How's this? So my thing was, I, I take, I take the labels away. I take Donald away, I take Melania away. Melania, sorry. And I go on human beings have, some more human beings have COVID. Okay, well, that's fucked up. And I, I look at it that way. Right. Yes, I can go back into it. My whole thing is I appreciate your concept of zooming in and zooming out because I think that's important because that gives you flexibility. So that's what I did. Mm -hmm. I, I, I saw the perspective in front of me, then I zoomed out. Whereas I have friends that didn't, I, I know a lot of people that, that just didn't. They, and then they make memes and all that shit. And oh, this is what you get and everything. And yes, don't get me wrong. Motherfucker's mad narcissistic. He's, he's ego-driven, he's full of himself, but yeah. that's how he grew up, and that's yeah. how he was conditioned. Although, like it's he easy had no to love say, in his house, I guarantee it. Right. Or there was love for him, but not that much love for the people around him. Um, so, look, I totally get it. I understand your perspective, but I'm going out of that... I'm looking beyond just the person and I'm looking like just the person himself. And I'm looking at the, the individual as a human being. And that's what I'm going by because that's the hardest thing to do. It's much easier to polarize on some people and just be like, Oh, this person that, that, Oh, this motherfucker is an asshole. And so I hope everything that fucking comes to him for being an asshole comes to him. But you also have to understand that the person that's being an asshole there's something behind that assholeism, and that assholeism yeah. is someone that is extremely insecure, probably yeah. someone who who is trying to portray something that he's not. Even like look at look at these these two guys here, the the illa man and the life man, or the two life men, whatever the fuck this dude is, and. What, what is presented before you know that there's a shadow side, where there's a yin, there's a yin. And mm -hmm. so understanding that there's a yin lets you know that although you what you see in front of you, prepare yourself for what is the opposite. For instance, I could right. be kind as fuck to you, but don't think for one moment that I won't flip the fuck out and be an extreme psychopath one, because I love studying serial killers. And two, because I know how to maintain my composure when it comes to not being so emotionally driven. At least now. I went back then, something different. At least now I'm I can I I can hold myself together. 
at least 80% of the time. I'm not going to even say 99% of the time. At least 80% of the time. So what I'm telling you is that that 20% is not what you want unleashed. And yes, people can try you. People can test you. But there is a tipping point in everybody's lives. And I hope to never reach that tipping point. Because as a kid, I, I saw myself as a very, very unnecessary child when it came to certain shit, emotional shit. And because I've gone through those experiences, helps me to be the person that I am today mm-hmm. so that I can tame myself to never want to release that other person. Because it's, it's not necessary. But in that, in that sense, have empathy for other fucking human beings. Act like you've been there before, because when you think that you haven't and you want to point fingers at people, that makes you on some self-righteous bullshit. And that that truly brings out your own ego in itself. At least I'm not. Once you say that shit, then you already set yourself up to be ego driven. And that means that you're no different than the person that you're pointing fingers at. So you saying, ah, ha, ha. Donald and, and Millennia for having the coronavirus. Y'all not saying anything different than they would have fucking said to y'all. That's all I'm saying. Maybe so. Yeah. You can completely fucking contest anything that I'm saying, which is fine. But the, the yeah. difference between you and I is I'm speaking in a rational way while you're leading with emotion. Well, yeah, I. Definitely saw some messages that were like, you know, this is what you get, you know, it's, it's not fake, is it? It's like, you know, yeah, okay. I'll tell you one like, more thing. The conspiracy theorist out of me started thinking, oh, this is a dope-ass fucking strategy for winning the sympathy vote if you, you like, like, once, you, tell me. Once, you, once you get through it. <laughs> My thing is... Fortunes. Like if people fall right. on the streets, I don't even fuck with that. I, that's not funny to me. Yeah, even if they it's laugh, like, I, it's still not funny. What's that's like those? Uh, it's like when people post videos of people get, getting the shit beat out of them, or just like really disturbing shit. I'm like, Oof. why? How is it entertaining? Like, because it feeds their own ego. At least I'm not. At least I know that right. Yeah. Oh, man. That's a... It's not a great way to, to think. 
Well, it's yeah. an easier way to think. That's the that's the thing that I look at is is it easy or because everybody else thinks that way, especially if it's popular. If if it gets a lot of lights and it gets a lot of views, then it's easy. If I can mm-hmm. do the opposite, then I I to me to be the nonconformist, to be the outcast, it's just another alternative. It's not like I'm doing it because of this. I'm not that's that's not me. I'm not gonna be on some and don't get me wrong, because I've done that shit. Like I haven't even seen the Titanic in its entirety. I just look at the titty scene. But um I already know the story. So I, that's what I, I used to like even artists, we've talked about this where like you see an artist and and before they blow up their underground and you're like, oh that person is dope and I fucked with them. And then you just want them to yourself. And then all of a sudden they blow up and you're like, I don't fuck with them anymore because everybody just, else. Is I hate that when people do that. I, I, you I like do him, that. You like so, him. Right. And I do that. Like I've, I've done that with it when Alicia Keys first came out. Um, I had a, few, even, even when Black first came out, I did the same thing. I had a Facebook post that came up in my memories and I screenshot it because it was hilarious. It says, I really enjoy when people stop liking what they like because other people start liking it. Like, well, then you never liked it in the first place. Right. Maybe people are just now catching on. It's good. People, why do people always want shit to themselves? Because look, it's, it's, is it a fear of it's going to get watered it's down? It's greed. No, it's fucking greed. It's that. It's it's the implant it's of that greed mind. that is in our body. It's that line of greed. It's that it's it's. I think it's a reptilian part of us that we haven't gotten rid of. Whereas, yeah. like, if we if we can get it, and because it was scarce at one point, and we can get it, we want to make sure that nobody else can fucking have it. That's really what it is. We want to make yeah. sure that nobody else can have it. And so, because we live in a, in a society now that is so industrialized and, and, and so complacent, we still use those primitive emotions on other shit. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly what, well, what the fuck we do. Like we said last week, a lot of what's going on is that we, we don't have a lot of the basic um, threats and you know things that we used to have had to look out for years ago or in you know when we were hunting and gathering and all that stuff there's no real immediate danger like i'm not worried that i go outside i'm going to get trampled by a buffalo or something right. you know what i mean like i'm not going to get attacked by wolves in the, the middle of the part night is that now the new immediate threat would be other human beings right or I want to reconjure some of that up in our own heads to right. kind of fulfill that segment of our, we need to feel threatened to kind of, that's, I think it's why- Feel alive. We need to feel threatened to feel alive. There are people that are uh, adrenaline junkies. Feel so alive. Exactly. It's like people that like to skydive and do stunt shit. I'm sure it's, even a working out. Yeah. Like it's good for you, but like, what does it do other than get your 
heart rate up and your adrenaline going and well it gets your heart rate up good. it gets your adrenaline up it tears your muscle fibers and then you rest and and you rebuild them and you repeat that's see and that's that's, the, that's a great thing like you're actually being need very to. masochistic whereas when well but even working out is a simulation of what we should what we used to do like going out climbing trees huh hello can you hear me hello damn it are you there hello hello is there anybody in there Sure, if you can hear me. I guess we're going to hang here until he's back. Are you Your back? internet connection is unstable. Oh, <laughs> I can't everybody entertain. How much uh, time do we have left? You kept everybody entertained. I kept everybody entertained. So we'll see who, who, were, who were the entertainers. Uh, we got seven minutes. All right, let's start closing it down. All right. Shut it off. It's Friday, man. I got down. shit to do. Just got paid. Friday. Friday night. Um. COVID spreading. Kind of light. Not too many people die. Just getting COVID. It's all fine. I will say what is strange about it, I only know one person has had it. Mm. One. Me too. And I know a shitload of people. So I'm not saying it's conspiracy. I'm just saying I've only known one person personally. Well, on the island, there's only been better. 64 cases. What's that? On the island, there's only been 64 cases. Wow. There's been a lot in Atlanta. I just don't know what the numbers are now and what, like, the real picture is. It's, well, it's just something to about... Me it, um, look, it doesn't even matter. It's like, yo, if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. Oh, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I'm just saying... I'm always curious as to what the real numbers are compared to what people are hyping it up as. Right. You know, I'm not, it's not good anyway, you look at it, but the, I saw some uh, tweets from, have you seen this guy Zuby on Twitter? Yeah. He was on Joe Rogan once. He's from England, but he sounds like he's American. So I don't know if he moved mm. over there or maybe he's from. Anyway, um, he has no English accent, but he's a rapper, but he's kind of taken on this role of like just giving people knowledge and facts and, you know, just kind of like that girl we were discussing the other day. Um, was her name? Oh, uh, no, that was on Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, 
Um, kind of like her, if he was <laughs> throwing numbers, I only laughed because it was very realistic. He was stating all these numbers, like how many people die from like heart disease and diabetes right. and it's like oh, just, Bridget. Yes, yeah, Bridget Fantasy. Sexual fantasy. I probably made that joke last time, but anyway, I apologize. No, she's watching this or anyway, if you are call me. Okay. Um so yeah, he's been tweeting a lot of these things and it's like it's making people mad because he's stating facts. And that's where it gets really weird. Well, emotion and, and ration. Emotions in, in our society are 80%. Ration is 20. It might even be five. We'll leave you guys with that. Until then. Stay young. <laughs>